You have the American dream. You own your own business. But owning a business turns out to be more than you thought. It's a pain in the neck. You're not getting where you want to go. You're not getting what you want to get. And you're working 97 hours a week. We're here to help you fix that. This is the Small Business Celebration Podcast. I am your host, Michael Roberts, and on this podcast, you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Hello, Visioneers. Before we begin our interview with this week's successful small business visioneer, I want to take a moment and thank you, the listener, for helping Small Business Celebration reach a significant milestone. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you're about to hear an example of why. 1,500-plus small business owners connect with Small Business Celebration on a weekly basis. When you consider Kern County has just over 10,000 small businesses, 1,500-plus weekly connections is a big deal. We want to thank the tremendous content that our Visioneer guests continue to provide to this podcast, our sponsors, and you, Visioneer Nation, who have subscribed to this podcast, internalized our guests' valuable insight, and because of it, are growing a strong and profitable business. And we thank you. Our guest today is Bill Wright with Oilfield Safety Anchor Service. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here. And for Visioneer Nation, who doesn't know what it is that you do, tell us a little bit about your business. We, uh, we install ground anchors uh, throughout the state of California uh, uh, for, uh, to support the oil rigs, oil and drilling rigs. And we also... Uh, uh, support communication towers and uh, so on and so forth. And uh, all these, uh, all the anchors we install, they're all certified. Uh, we uh, we actually pull test them uh, and uh, certify them for each of our customers. And so, for the novice who's unfamiliar with that, your anchoring service basically prevents the oil rig or the tower from tipping over. That is correct. And this is kind of a big deal because there's a lot of pressure that's on oil rigs and trucks and towers from wind and a variety of other things to, that causes them potentially to tip over, correct? Uh, given uh, given the loads they pull, um, wind, uh, wind issues, um, uh, uh, every once in a while earthquakes, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, the anchors provide a stabilizing factor uh, for the... Uh, uh, the rig and the uh, any type of communication tower. How did you get involved in the anchoring business? Well, I uh, I I've been uh, oil and gas consultant uh, for uh, well over twenty years, um, and a friend of mine uh, who was in his late seventies at the time uh, uh, had a business here in town and uh, uh, decided to move back to Palestine, Texas, and. Uh, uh we we had talked about it for uh a well over a year before uh we finally negotiated a uh, a price mm-hmm. and uh at at the time uh i was working uh, full time as a uh, uh oil and gas consultant uh, uh supervising well site operations uh, drilling operations and so on my wife at the time she was uh, uh in charge of uh fundraising for MDA in uh, uh, the Bakersfield area. And, so what, she, what's, and what is MDA? Uh, Muscular Dystrophy Association. Okay. Uh, so she she was working full-time. I was working full-time when we took this on. So uh, uh, we would uh, we would spend our days uh, at 
our regular jobs, mm-hmm. and then we would spend the nights uh, we would be, spend the nights working on uh, uh, anchor service type work. And how does a client come to you? Because this sounds like something that's a very niche service. It's not something that is a is a service that is very commonplace in the oil industry. How does a client decide that they need your services? Well, it's it's a specialty. Uh, it's a specialty type service. Uh, most of our customers, whether they be uh, uh, oil and gas uh, companies or uh, even telecommunications companies, uh, they uh, they they have found us via uh, Google on the website. That's wow. uh, that's the beauty of uh, that's the beauty of uh, you know uh, social media and everything. Is uh, you know anymore you could. Uh, you could uh, type anything in, and uh, you know, out out pops an answer. And uh, you know, I hear from several uh, customers over the years that uh, you know, uh, uh, wanting to anchor something uh, off the off the wall. Uh, like at one point, uh, a construction company wanted to anchor down uh, one of their uh, water towers, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I I asked him. I said, "Where where did you uh, uh, where did you find us?" And uh, it was uh, you know uh, I just did a search on uh, Google. <laughs> the internet is a wonderful thing. Yes, isn't it, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And you did you start off in the oil industry before you got into the anchoring business? Uh, yes, I did. I. Uh, Right out of high school in uh, 1978, uh, started working on the, the oil and gas rigs, uh, and uh, actually uh, worked in, uh, uh, lived and worked in uh, Ventura County at the time. Mm-hmm. I uh, I spent my first 20 years uh, up until 1998 working uh, on in all the oil and gas fields in uh, Ventura County. Uh, before moving up here to Kern County uh, in 1998, and what brought you to Kern County? Uh, basically, the company uh, the company I was working for at the time, uh, uh, a large independent, mm-hmm. uh, had bought some properties up here, and uh, I was uh, part of the transition team mm-hmm. that uh, that came up, and uh, during during that period there. Uh, uh, once once the transition was over, they approached me. They approached me with uh, the idea of their special projects people, which I was the only one in the company, uh, becoming uh, contractors. Hmm. And uh, at the at the time, uh, I, I look at it now as a blessing. But at at the time, uh, I was a little upset because I was uh, I was the ultimate. Uh, a company man in my own mind i was i was one that would do whatever it took to uh, uh to get the job done whether it was working uh uh day and night seven days a week uh, whatever it took uh, for for a salary mm-hmm. and uh you know uh, looking back on it now it's uh, uh you know even though my feelings were hurt back then it was probably the the best uh, best thing they could ever do for me cuz it 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 uh, it has allowed me to uh, to flourish and to uh, to uh, to grow into uh, other businesses. And it sounds like the, one of the keys that I hear over and over and over again with entrepreneurs and small business owners is the willingness to get the job done, 
regardless of what it takes. And that is, it sounds like that's a, a stalwart of what has made your business successful. Oh, the, the, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, and, and I think, uh, you know, uh, both my wife and, and I have embraced, uh, embraced that. And I mean, we've been, uh, uh, we've been in the, we've owned this, uh, anchor business, uh, since 2001. So mm. we've been in the business for, uh, 18 years and, uh, through, uh, uh, through the ups and downs of the oil industry, which uh, there are, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, um, for any folks that are uh, uh, going to own companies in the oil and gas uh, industry, you, you have to know that uh, uh, there's going to be peaks and valleys, and uh, you know the, the uh, uh, you just uh, have to uh, you have to plan. Uh, during the peak times, you have to plan for uh, the the low times, and uh, you know something to get you through. Does your business diversify beyond anchoring? Uh, yes, yes. I uh, uh, basically uh, personally, I do uh, oil and gas uh, petroleum consulting. Mm-hmm. I uh, I do well site management, uh, uh, do some uh, drilling, uh, drill site management, and and stuff like that. Uh, also do uh, uh, do uh, for the very small independents uh, around. I'll, uh, I do uh, some engineering work. Um, uh, all my years in uh, the industry, uh, uh, forty-one. Uh, this is my forty-first year. Wow. I've uh, I've had uh, uh, been blessed and had the opportunity to work around uh, some of the. Uh, uh, smartest uh, engineers in the industry and work work hand in hand with them mm-hmm. and and although although uh um you know I don't have an actual uh, degree in engineering I've I've got 30 years of experience uh, working with these folks and and can uh can do most of what you know a degreed engineer can do you know, and and constantly learning every day. I don't, uh, I don't uh, pretend to know anything. And I mean, that's the, that's uh, what's uh, is so exciting about uh, life and uh, and the 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 work we're in is uh, the opportunity to get up and learn something new every day. Imagine having fun learning comprehensive firearms training indoors on Kern County's largest interactive firearms virtual simulator. Triple Threat Solutions offers affordable, comprehensive firearms training that is the same caliber for you and your employees as they train law enforcement officers. Call Roosevelt Scott with Triple Threat Solutions today at 661-374-1180 and sign up for a private session in his state-of-the-art laser virtual shooting range for only $45. For one hour, you and three of your employees can use this state-of-the-art indoor air-conditioned laser virtual shooting range for only $45. Call Triple Threat Solutions today at 661-374-1180 or go to triplethreatsolutions.net. That's Triple Threat Solutions at 661-374-1180 or go to triplethreatsolutions.net. I'm here with Bill Wright with Oilfield Safety Anchor Service, and we're talking about how he learned from basically coming right out of high school and uh, starting from the ground up, as it were, being the ultimate company man to opening up his own business. And you did touch briefly about your wife, Vicki, and she worked for the Muscular Dystrophy Association. And what is it like to work with your wife 
day in, day out, and then go home and and still hopefully separate the home life from business life. Well, I I mean there are uh, there are times uh, uh, there are times when uh, uh, we. Uh, uh, we we probably are around each other uh, too much, and I I think that's probably why uh, uh, you know I'll, I'll spend a certain amount of time in the office, then I uh, I get the itch to get back out in the field, and and I think she welcomes that. I I I I can definitely see that. I can definitely understand. And she also helps you with your wardrobe, does she not? Yes, she does. Uh, well. Uh, uh not uh, not uh, so much anymore uh pretty uh pretty straightforward but uh, uh years ago uh, she used to color code uh, uh my closet uh to make sure that uh i came out looking at least uh presentable uh, presentable <laughs> yes and one of the things that it sounds like too is because you're willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done is the ability to have follow through is a very big deal for you personally and tell us a little bit about about that philosophy of follow through uh the basically the uh my my philosophy is is uh is i uh, I basically hate to just leave anything undone. I uh basically once I start a project uh I want to, I want uh, to push it through and and everything else and and uh, uh over the years I've I've uh, uh caught some grief uh from uh fellow uh uh workers in the oil and gas industry uh earned a nickname all night right for that uh for that uh uh, same thing is once once I started something, I I wanted to, I wanted to see it through, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the folks that work for me uh, during those periods, uh, you know they they didn't appreciate my uh, gun gung ho attitude. And is that why they gave you the the nickname All Night Right? They sure did, and they they wrote it everywhere they could, and. Uh, and I mean, uh, still in uh, down in Ventura County, a lot of the uh, a lot of the guys that I've uh, worked with, uh, you know, uh, thirty thirty years or so ago, they still uh, call me uh, by that nickname. <laughs> One of the other things I also want to touch on a little bit: the oil industry is infamous for big booms and big busts. And in your experience in the in the oil industry, tell us some about the the busts that you survived through. Well, I, I've probably been through uh, since 1978, probably through uh, four of them. And uh, you know, the the thing is, is uh, uh, I'm conscious. I'm conscious of them, and uh, so we we live our lives to where uh we during uh uh the booms uh we uh we we save uh we save money and everything else knowing that uh it's it's not uh if it's when mm-hmm. and it, uh, there will be another uh there will be another bust at at some point and you know that uh uh, that to me uh during those periods there is uh it may sound funny 
but I mean the the last bust in uh, late 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me personally, that was a uh, uh, that was an exciting time because uh, it 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 gave me uh, it dangled that carrot out in front of me and gave me uh, uh, gave me a challenge to to. Uh, to see what uh you know to see how we could work through it uh keep our people and uh you know keep their wages up and and their benefits and everything else and we uh we we basically pushed through it and uh you know we we're, uh, uh we're we're back up and uh and uh, you know going again and what are you doing now to prepare for the next bust we uh we basically maintain our uh, we maintain our equipment uh to the to the highest standard uh and uh but we uh i i would th- say that we're probably uh uh kind of frugal people where mm-hmm. we don't uh, uh you know we don't go out and uh and buy a lot of things and uh you know spend uh, every dime we make uh we we basically uh if if we have it available and uh, you know uh, to us and, and everything else we uh, and we really want something we'll we'll buy it uh otherwise there's a lot of stuff we don't need mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what are you doing from a, a systematic standpoint because uh you're empl- you currently employ nine employees uh, nine full-time yes nine full-time employees and then you have various contract employees that come on on a on a job by job basis and as you're going through and you and you grew your business from just you and your wife and you grew it beyond there, you started developing systems and, and processes in place to, to keep everything in order. What are you doing as a business owner with those systems to prepare while things are going well now to when things may not be going so well in three or four or five years? Well, I, I mean, we, uh, we are using... Uh, we're using uh, today's technology, um, and we're constantly uh, trying to evolve our business uh, to make it uh, as efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for example, um, when when we first went into business 18 years ago, we uh, to uh, recertify anchors, uh, actually pull test anchors. We uh, we uh, had truck-mounted testers on the back of trucks. Mm-hmm. Well, what what I learned over the years is uh, that is a, that's not uh, real, real efficient uh, because of the fact that if if you go out and to certify an anchor mm-hmm. and uh, the anchor creeps a little bit, mm-hmm. our type of anchor anchor system, which is a helical anchor system, uh, we we could generally uh, use our anchor insulation truck, add an extension bar, mm-hmm. and we could uh, we could screw the anchor further down into uh, uh, an anchor bed, mm-hmm. and then we repull it. Mm. Okay, uh, what we, what we found uh, back then using the truck is we were t- you, we were using twice uh, twice the equipment, twice the manpower to to do the same job mm-hmm. to where. Uh, we uh, we designed a uh, portable tester that runs actually off of our trucks. Hmm. It's uh, a small and compact, uh, 
It, uh, it's good for 40,000 pounds of line pull, mm-hmm. so it, it can pull uh, whatever anchors are good for, and uh, it, it, which makes us more efficient. As a small business owner, you are a visioneer, a pioneer with vision. But sometimes it's hard to see the forest through the trees. You know where you want to go, you know what you want to do and have, but you need a confidential second set of eyes to help you get there. Small Business Celebration can be those eyes. Go to smallbusinesscelebration.com and schedule a listening session. See the forest through the trees, realize your vision. Go to smallbusinesscelebration.com and schedule a listening session today. I'm talking with Bill Wright with Oil Safety Anchor Service, and we're talking about technology and how technology can benefit your business. Bill gave a great example of innovation, of taking something that was working okay, it was working fine, but he improved it and found a better way. What are some of the things that you're using today that didn't exist five, ten years ago that that has helped your business from a technological standpoint? Well, uh, uh, say, uh, say for instance, um, in 2005, mm-hmm. um, I'm anything but a uh, computer guru, mm-hmm. but, in 2000, uh, but I do have a vision. And in 2005, uh, as a means of uh, tracking uh, the anchors we, that we install for our customers mm-hmm. uh, on, on an Excel uh, spreadsheet, uh, I started tracking uh, um, tracking uh, uh, wells, uh, the type of material put in there, and actually a uh, schematic of where the anchors are in relationship to the well. Mm-hmm. Um, what followed? What followed is I met a, a gentleman that uh, that uh, builds websites, hmm. and he. Uh, 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 he uh, built a website, so he built a website for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, and on that website, we have a client section. Mm-hmm. And in that client section, uh, we have every uh, every anchor, every well that we've installed anchors on for every company in California, wow. which is uh, well over twelve thousand wells. Wow! And uh, the the beauty of it is, is our customers can go on our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll have their own login. They log on to the their client section, uh, enter a password. Their their wells will come up, list their wells. They could click on each one of their wells. A, a picture of their well location or schematic will come up, and they could basically they could basically see when the anchors were installed, when they were last uh, certified, and when uh, it's recommended by API. RP4G, which is the, the American Petroleum Institute, mm-hmm. uh, when it's recommended that they recertify their anchors. So what what ended up uh, what what ended up uh, uh, what started um, what started as uh, you know doing something to track our own business mm-hmm. ended up being a marketing tool, right? And and that's the key right there is because. One of the successes of your business is exceeding customer expectations because now 
your customer can interact with the performance of your business. They can go through, they can see the well, they can see real time what their product, what their service that they're that they've hired you for is actually doing. And I think this is something that's key for a lot of business owners is if you have a product or service that you can that you can help your your customer monitor. I think this is what you've just brought up is a very key and important idea. And uh you know we uh uh, along with that, uh, mm-hmm. along with that, uh, each customer uh, they they get an email once a month with a list of wells that are either due or going to be due within the next ninety days. Mm-hmm. And what that does is, with my experience on the uh, the other side of the uh, the desk there, mm-hmm. uh, planning work and 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 everything else, it, it, it's always good to know. Uh, that you could uh, you could uh, look something up and uh, appropriate money to uh, appropriate money in uh, say uh, authority for expenditure uh, uh, to uh, to say recertify the anchors. And one of the other things that you mentioned prior to our interview here that we were talking about before the interview was that handheld technology is a wonderful thing, especially with your employees. And give us a, a short walkthrough on how you're using mobile devices right now to to monitor your employees and their performance in the field. Well, we uh, starting out, we have... Uh uh, we have our uh, uh, pre-trip uh, paperwork process, but uh, as far as technology-wise, we have uh, uh, GPS uh, trackers on uh, all our uh, all our vehicles mm-hmm. um, that we're able to access uh, from our uh, our phones. Uh, we have uh, uh, each one of our employees uh, when whenever they do a job, they. They text in uh, their uh, p- actual picture of their ticket, and if they install uh, uh, permanent anchors on a location, they'll uh, they'll send in a picture of the uh, well uh, well site schematic, mm. and it gives us the opportunity to see not only not only where they are at all times, but what their progress is during uh, during the day, mm-hmm. and. It uh, it allows us as as time uh, as things change uh, because the days uh, are usually pretty fluid. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It allows us to redirect, uh, uh, say, one of the crews to uh, another site mm. that uh, that may need them, uh, you know, in a more more important fashion. So, I'd like to take a step back for a moment because we're talking a lot about the here and now. And a lot of the technology involved with this, with your business, and one of the reasons why your business stands out in the oil industry. But I wanted to take a moment back and and dive a little bit deeper into that moment when the company man who's sitting across the desk from me had the realization that all of a sudden he was going to become a contractor. He was ha- going to have to go out on his own. He's going to have to start his own business. And there is a lot of trepidation or fear of failure that is involved with that realization. And, oh, my gosh, am I going to be able to make it? And walk us through your your mindset a little bit about that fear of failure. Well, and and I think... Uh... I, I think the fear was there when we first uh, took over the anchor service, but I, I think at the at the same time, uh, 
uh, it was equally matched by uh, excitement mm-hmm. uh, uh, of the of taking the chance, doing something new, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, although during that time it was uh, the industry was uh, very depressed, and I mean if we did. Uh, if we did two jobs in a day, it was a busy day, right, you know, right. uh, as far as the anchor service was concerned. Uh, during that period and for, you know, uh, pretty much uh, the the last 18 years, I've I've maintained, uh, you know, uh, uh, my consulting uh, uh, business. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still uh, am out uh, quite often uh, doing well site management and stuff like that. Um, and... Yeah, naturally, my wife she takes care of all the uh, all the books, accounts payable, out accounts receivable, and everything else. But you also have a project manager here in the office that helps keep the crews out in the field going while you're off doing the consulting as well. Correct? That that is correct, and uh, and he's a uh, uh, project manager here. Uh, he's uh, he's got a passion for what he does. Uh, we're we're lucky to have him, and uh, I mean he's. Uh, He's as you know as passionate as you can be uh, uh, for what he for what he does and for uh, you know the the good of the company. And as you've gone forward since you first started your business, not everything is wine and roses all the time. And what has happened in the last decade or fifteen years where that fear of failure has come back again? Even though your business is doing well. What, what give us an example of something that's happened where you've had to where that fear has come back again on deciding whether or not to do something or take the road less traveled or what has happened in the past where that fear has come back to you well i I think uh you know in uh we had been in business for about four years and uh our uh our competition in town uh uh, he and I started talking, and it was uh, uh, he he wanted to get out, mm. and uh, so we went ahead and took over uh, uh, took over his business and everything. Yeah, so we added all his his people to uh, uh, to our payroll mm. as well, and uh, you know just. Uh, uh, I, I think probably my biggest fear is. Uh, and what uh, uh, keeps me up at night is uh, thinking about uh, uh, thinking about truck failures, and uh, you know we're we're heading to a job, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I take every job we do uh, with great importance, and uh, you know, uh, and I don't want to let anybody down, mm-hmm. and uh, and all of a sudden our truck uh, breaks down, and it just uh, that that to me uh, just. Uh, uh, just kills me inside uh, that uh, you know, uh, but I mean within with our business, that's why we always uh, we always have extra trucks here mm-hmm. because I never want to let anybody down. I never want to I never want to tell anybody sorry we're not going to be able to get to you. And and what happened that led to that to that decision? That sounds like something happened where you had a truck go down. And and tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, we, uh, uh, you know, like like I said, we travel throughout California, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, so I mean, uh, a lot of times, and and we've been into Nevada as well, mm-hmm. and I mean, uh, you know, uh, there's been times where uh, 
we've had, we've had a truck uh, uh, break down in uh, in Sacramento, <laughs> and and here we are, you know, uh, four hours away, four hours away, <laughs> and uh, don't know any mechanics or anything like that, and it's. Uh, uh, you know, but but we we've gotten through it, and and I mean we've we've been able to, uh, with the, the extra trucks we keep uh, uh, keep uh, running and everything else, we're we're able to basically. I don't know if this is a crude way of saying it, but if we basically recycle and uh, you know uh, put the other truck out, sure, uh, sure. and uh, so we serve our customers, and I. I I think in the 18 years that we've been in business, I don't think, uh, I, I can't think of any time that we've ever had to tell our customers that we, we can't do anything. You know? what, what would you consider to be one of your brightest successes here in the in, in the business? I think uh, probably uh, the fact that, uh, um, that we're... Uh, that over the years we've uh, we've uh, we've built up a business to where uh, people have uh, confidence in us, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we have a regular customers and and everything else, and they they actually depend on us, and mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that that's probably the one of the biggest things, and I mean that's one of the biggest fears is uh, is you know our our customers uh, depend on us, and uh, my biggest fear is uh, is letting them down. What has been personally one of the biggest benefits from you owning this business? Personally, mm-hmm. uh, personally, uh, it's um, it, it's it's one of these businesses that if uh, if you're fortunate to uh, to hire the right people, mm-hmm. and and we have uh, I, I mentioned our operations manager. Uh, 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 project manager earlier. Uh, we also uh, uh, have uh, uh, a woman that works in the office uh, that handles day-to-day uh, office work and everything. Um, having dedicated people like that uh, is probably the most important thing that uh, any any su- successful business can have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what has owning a successful business afforded you? Well, I, I I look at this and uh, I, I look at this and uh, the, the gentleman I bought the company from was seventy five years old mm-hmm. and uh, uh, decided to move back to uh, Palestine, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I I look at myself. Uh, uh, I'm uh, I'm a little ways away from. Uh, I'm a little bit a little ways away from uh, seventy five years old, <laughs> but. Uh, I fully intend, and my wife and I fully intend to uh, uh, continue to operate this business. There's no, uh, there's no magic uh, date when uh, we are going to say, "Okay, enough's enough. We're out." Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, people ask me when you're going to retire. Probably never, <laughs> because uh, because I enjoy I enjoy the the business. And for Visioner. Nation, what is one thing that you would like to tell them that they could do today to grow a strong and profitable business? I I, I would say uh, that go into it, uh, go into it with an open mind. Um, 
and uh, different uh, different businesses yield uh, different uh, uh, risk and rewards. But um, uh, with with an open mind, uh, knowing that you're gonna have, you're probably gonna have three or four or five years of very lean and tough times, mm-hmm. and that if if you're uh, diligent enough uh, and you work hard enough, uh, that uh, your chances of success uh, are going to improve uh, greatly. And you know, for the uh, the few of us that uh, that kind of made it over the hump, uh, that have been blessed enough to make it over the hump, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, it's it's really paid out well. The uh, uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of small businesses, the uh, people with great ideas, and for some reason or another, uh, it it just uh, it doesn't work out. And uh, you know, it's uh, um, but I mean, like like with us, we we just have uh, we have a passion for uh, for this, and I I think that's why we do so well. So says all night right. <laughs> And uh, so tell us, uh, tell us, Bill, if people want to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Uh, you can log on to our website, www.oilfieldsafetyangerservice.com, mm-hmm. or uh, call our office at 661-323-4669. And we being a small company, uh, we, uh, we are on the phone uh, 24-7, so... Uh, we, you will not talk to uh, you will not talk to an answering service. You will talk to uh, uh, to one of us and uh, uh, somebody that uh, the, the basically uh, uh, within our organization that knows the business and everything that can uh, answer your questions. Is there anything else that you would like to impart to Visioneer Nation? Uh, yeah, I, I would say that uh, for anybody uh, uh, going into business. Have a passion for the the business you're going into, uh, or the uh, or the or the business that you're doing, or for the business that you're doing. Right. Yeah. So have a passion for uh, uh, you know have a passion for what you're doing uh, to the point to where you would do it for free. Mm. And I think uh, you know we all we all work for a living and everything else. But I mean, uh, you, they're uh, there were things. There are things that uh, in this industry that I wouldn't think a second thought about uh, doing for free, you know, just because uh, I enjoy it so much. Well, Bill, this has been a pleasure. Thank you very much for coming on the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I've been asked, who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business owner who's a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? 
Become a Visioneer by joining the Tribe on Small Business Celebrations Facebook page and on Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you may find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. And that's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. If there is a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I am your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.